Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm Gary Craig, and this is your effing podcast. In this webisode, I let you hear a sample of my life. But first this, a woman in a town called La Virginia in Western Columbia was trying to eavesdrop on her neighbors last week. She stuck her head through their metal gate so she could hear better. That's when her head got stuck. And that's when she had to sit there for five hours before emergency crews could get her free. Kind of sounds like the time I got my head stuck in a fence and had to call somebody about it. Black platoon, Zipaloo, my avians and gas, and one opium is ever necessary. This is Ricky speaking, time my help. <coughs> Hello, Jeffy Lube. Uh, you got a cold there. Hey, can you help me? Uh-huh. Listen, I'm a tour operator here in town, and uh, I, I, I'm down by the old graveyard. Uh-huh. And I got my head, uh, I stuck it through um, two wrought iron poles. I got a tour, a bunch of people on the bus, and my head is stuck. Can you deliver a lube job down here so I can get free, please? A lube job? My head is stuck. It's very... <coughs> we cannot, we can... We can my oh. head is stuck in between two wrought iron poles. Uh-huh, you want somebody to grease your head? <coughs> is there anybody else there, sir? Excuse me, sir. Uh-huh. When are we going to continue with this tour? I have a doctor's appointment to get to. Uh, ma'am, will you please get back on the bus? Gotta help me out. I, I, I'm in bad shape, man. Uh, I'm My head is wedged in between two spindles, and it hurts. Hey, excuse me. I want my money back. We'll resume the tour as soon as I get somebody to come down Why? here and bring some oil to get my head free, okay? Rapid Just tour. get back on the bus. Sir? Are you affiliated with Jiffy Pop Popcorn? <coughs> pop Popcorn? Jiffy Pop. Jiffy Pop. Popcorn. No, sir. I was on the tour, and I was pointing out <coughs> one of the gravestones in the uh, graveyard, uh. and I stuck my head in to read the <coughs> the headstone, and then I got wedged. How are you calling us? <coughs> I look like a horse's ass. How are you calling us? I got a cell phone. You can't send somebody down with some lube. No, sir. We don't. We don't send nobody up. Can you at least bring me some lunch? <laughs> I've been sucking on this grass for an hour. It's awful. <coughs> sir. Yeah. The best thing to do is call the paramedics. You want me to give you the number? Go ahead. Nine one one. I don't think I can remember that. What is it again? Nine. Hold on, you're going too fast. Hold on, let me, I can't even write. I've got nothing to write with. It's nine. Wait, wait, stop. What's the first one? Nine. Nine? One, one. All right, hold on. (coughs) Hold on. Nine. One, one. Second one is what? One. 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 Nine and a one, one? Yeah. But one and one is two. Yes. So is it nine, two? You owe me one number. Sir. Can you get me a pastrami on rye? (coughs) Ladies and gentlemen, get back on the bus. The tour will start momentarily. Yes, ma'am, get back on the bus. They're going to bring something down, a sandwich or some lube or something. I'm hungry. All right. Gary Craig and your effing podcast will be back. Honey, when did you order leather pants? I died. You're 43. What were you thinking? I, I, um... Uh-oh. Someone had a little too much to drink and went internet shopping. Welcome to the age of alcohol-fueled bad tech decision-making. 
From buying things you don't need to posting embarrassing photos on social networking sites, every time you drink, you put yourself at risk. But not anymore, because now there's the inebriator, a breathalyzer that plugs into your home computer or smartphone to prevent dreadful drinking decisions. Simply breathe into the inebriator, and if your BAC is too high, you're stopped in your tracks. You're looking pretty hot. Shirtless bathroom selfie coming right up. The inebriator not only protects you from your own bad decisions, but it protects others from being exposed to things they don't care about. Oh my God, I gotta take a picture of this entree. The inebriator. Sober up and log on to www.drunkwtf.com. So I wrote a book. Could you imagine me writing a book? It's my autobiography, title of which is Tugging on the Sleeve of Fame. And it was never meant to be published. I basically did it just so my kids would know how I got to this point in my career. And I knew I was leaving my morning show soon, so I wanted to get everything down while I still had all my marbles and could remember everything. It was a hell of a journey. Like I said in the book, you're forced to revisit areas that you, you know, may not want to revisit again. But if you want to be truthful and tell the story as truthfully as you can, you got to dig up old memories. So here's a sample of the audiobook. I got naked, completely naked. I climbed up on the console and pressed my dick and balls against the glass. I believe my purpose on the planet is to make people laugh. But in this case, it was just one person, my newsman, Alan Young. There's something inherently funny about someone cracking up on the air, and the audience is clueless as to what's happening. In my mind, my goal was to derail this newscast any way I could. I was playing a fart sound effect that only he could hear in his headphones. I also drew a giant penis on a long piece of teletype paper and slowly moved it across the glass. Running in his studio and setting his news copy on fire also made him lose concentration as the newscast unraveled. These stunts didn't phase him, so I raised the bar. I took a dump on a paper plate and slid it in front of him. All the audience heard was Alan commenting, I think I'm going to throw up, and then nothing. Just dead air. Although my attempts produced a distraction and a stumble, Alan hung in there and always finished his newscast. But now I was naked and pressed against the window that separated his studio from mine. He looked up for a split second and saw me, but without missing a beat, he stood up, pulled the mic up, dropped his pants, and continued. At that moment, a staff member brought a group of Girl Scouts to stand outside the studio and peer in. They wanted to meet the crazy man. That was 1974. Writing the story of my life is a daunting task. I'm forced to be introduced to my former self and travel back to times and places I don't necessarily want to visit again. Such is the nature of remembering, so that people I love and who love me will know about the journey. That's the introduction from my autobiography, Tucking on the Sleeve of Fame. It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can email me at the website GaryCraig.com. I'll sell you a copy and I'll sign it. 
which will make it worth so much more than the actual price of the book. Uh-huh. And that's it for this episode of your effing podcast. You can get other podcasts at GaryCraig.com or download it wherever you get all your podcasts. We're on 10 listening platforms. If you can't find it, then you're probably a blithering idiot. See you next time. <laughs>